Hello and welcome. Move the line presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Ryan Noonan back to talk about the best way and the most profitable way to bet on NFL football. And that is through player props live here, 2 p.m. Eastern every Friday on the 444 Bets YouTube channel. Uh, with these two handsome young men giving out our favorite player props and taking your questions. So uh, we appreciate it if you're hanging out with us now on YouTube. If you are, jump in the chat. Let us know what your favorite look is for week five. Uh, if you want our thoughts on a play, feel free to ask. We'll get to as many as we can here at the very end of the show. Uh, support the show. It's free content. Subscribe, thumbs up, likes, uh, do it on the podcast as well. We appreciate that. Podcast should be available on Friday evenings. Um, you want to hang out with us on the YouTube channel, though, on the 444Bets channel, because this is where you're going to be able to get the uh, actual lines and numbers and things that we're releasing uh, while we do it here. Joining me here, as always, Connor Allen uh, from Parts Unknown. Connor, how are we doing today? Doing well. I'm in Colorado for a wedding. I, w- I would love to say that this is my last wedding of the year, but I still have two more. Uh, so I'll probably be filming some of these from remote places. Uh, right now, I'm in an Airbnb that looks honestly like my grandparents' house. So that's kind of fun. It's, it smells like grand grandpa's house. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of a little strange. And as you can see, I got the weird like rack you know, above my head. So we're living here, right? No better time to fire some props though. Slop, you and I are not of the age where a lot of our friends are getting married. Uh, Connor is in that uh, life. The only wedding I've been to in the last handful of years is Connor's. So um, now I'm, I'm pretty good. So uh, how are we doing today, buddy? Uh, good. Yeah. I'm, all our friends are getting divorced now. We're on that side. So yes. Nice. It hits home, but it's like circle of life, you know. It is, yeah, that's a, that is a circle. unfortunate, but uh, it is a circle of life for uh, where are we at 50 52 percent of the country at this point. It's crazy, but that's uh, not it's nuts, it's right, right at minus 110. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> it's right there. Uh, you can find Slop on Twitter at Slop Rules. Uh, don't forget to find them over, over on Odds Jam as well. Lots of great stuff that they do over there, their odd screens, all that stuff. I'm sure Slop will share some of that too, but uh. Don't forget to check him out over on Odds Jam. Uh, this is Prop Drop. This is our Friday show. Two episodes of Moving Line each week. Wednesday, Connor, myself, and Sharp Clark go um, on more of the sides of totals, game previews, breakdowns, uh, a little bit more hand in the dirt, football takes. Again, that's 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays on the 444 Bets YouTube channel and then in the podcast feed as well. Um, if you want to get the official plays, all the stuff that Connor and I push out, all the things that Sharp Clark pushes out as well. You need a betting subscription at 4 for 4. We have a deal. We actually, now that we're in week five, we've already dropped the seasonal price. The year-long price has already taken a dip. You can also use promo code PROPDROP for an extra 25% off. So now you're getting into a spot where like it's almost 50% off of what the typical annual sub is, which is fantastic. Betting sub, that's insane. It's an insane deal. It gets you access to everything we do. We're going to, I mean, legit, this is like, I don't want to sound like, you know, uh, bet touty and like, we're literally going to make you enough this week to pay for that betting sum. I'm just saying we're just, we're going to do it. So take advantage of it. Four for four.com slash plans. Uh, the betting subscription gets you access to everything. So if you're playing DFS season long, you want access to all the articles, rankings, projections, all the tools that we have on the site, betting sub gets you access to all of it. So four for com slash plans, promo code prop drop for an extra 25% off. All right. Uh, let's jump into week five live lines, all available, no stale bread. Uh, we want to make sure you guys can get down on those here as possible. Connor floor is yours. Week five, first play. Yeah. My first play for this week is going to be Deandre Swift 
over 64 and a half rushing yards. So he has 14, 16, 28 carries the last three weeks. Nuggets a pretty good good draw against the Rams defense here. I think in this spot, he's primed to have a, have a good day here. And specifically because the Rams lead the league in light box rate at 74%. So they're not putting a ton of guys in the box. If you look at how the Eagles have performed against those teams this year, they've averaged 4.72 yards per carry, have been stuffed at the lowest rate in the league, and are averaging 2.21 yards before contact on those against those fronts. So, like, they're getting easy yards. DeAndre Swift has looked great. And I know the number's high. Like, I know that we're probably hoping to get something in the low to mid – or the mid to high 50s here. But in this spot, I, I think it's just an absolute smash spot here where he gets 15-plus carries, you know, as favorites against the Rams. So, I really like Swift and the, Swift here. And I think you can play some alts too. I think you can get, like, maybe a little bit – an 80, 90, 100-plus here. But I really think that, like, 64, 65 and a half is just way too low. Like it. Slop, any thoughts on Swift? Uh, the people are going to be pissed at you, Connor, because, I mean, there's already somebody that said they're here for the unders, and here you are just banging overs right out of the gate. Oh, I got an under coming up later. Don't worry. I'm going to be a little more balanced. Not, You know, I can't capitulate just to slops overs, you know, release my only overs of the, of the show. I got to stay a little more true to myself here and release some more unders. You would be horrified in my card so far. It's like five unders and maybe one over. Yeah, I'm sick just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Slub, any interest in that game or any thoughts on um, uh, on Swift in particular? I'll tell you. What I'm going to do is literally the same game, but um, Matthew Stafford, 300-plus passing yards, plus 194 right now at the great FanDuel. Sponsor the show, no big deal. But, uh, it, look, the Eagles have given up 300-plus yards to Mac Jones. They've given it up like 360-something to um, Kirk Cousins. Uh, Sam Howell went 290, I think, last week against them. I mean, Stafford's getting cut back. Puka Nakua's nice. Tutu Atwell, they should get behind. They're not going to be able to run on the Eagles. So we might even get you know a nice base in the first half. And then once they're behind, obviously, it's throw time. But, uh, yeah, 300 just feels very low, especially when you're talking about plus 194. I, I – I feel like I'm missing something, but I'm not. So, yeah. And that's FanDuel, right? Yep. FanDuel has some really good uh, Stafford stuff. It's actually uh, – They're lower than everybody. Yeah. They, uh, think, they. I'm looking at the screen right now, Ryan. It's 269. Or I think so, yeah. Everywhere else has like 275 and a half, I believe. That's the standard line. So, yeah, I that's mean – that's a good. That's a good line. I like the alt there, taking it almost two to one. I'm staying with not only the same game. I'm staying with the same player. Um, I like Stafford. You can go a couple different ways here. You can go the yards. I like the way that you did it. Um, I like over 37 and a half passing attempts. Uh, you could also go over 24 and a half completions if you can't get a good. Uh, Fanduel has the best number on the on the uh, passing attempts. So if you can get the 114, that's on Fanduel right now. Uh, Fanduel also has the best completion number. DraftKings points bet if you have prop builder um, that you can get a pretty good price on the completion percentage. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Rams are kind of laid it out. I mean, they're throwing on 63% of their snaps. It's the seventh highest rate in like pass rate over expectation. Cup coming back. Like we talked about it on the Wednesday show. Like I really like rewatching that game. The Rams came out and played with pace. They had like a bunch of no huddle. They ran a hurry up. And it worked. They got up to like a 20 to zip lead. And then they took their foot off the gas for some reason, and it nearly cost them. They had to hold on. Um, and now, like, they're playing the Eagles. Teams are throwing at a 73.7% clip against the Eagles, second highest rate in the league. Only team that uh, people throw on more 
is the Niners in that game cup uh, when they played Stafford through 55 times. Um, so he's topped this number in three or four. He's been basically on or above the uh, completion number uh, in uh, three or four as well. So like, I just, I love the spots where he likes to win over the middle of the field. That's where the Eagles are susceptible safeties, linebackers, all that stuff are kind of weak there. So yeah, 37 and a half attempts for Stafford. Uh, I don't think you can put attempts in the same game parlay, but uh, we're building a, again, we're, we've done this on purpose uh, by accident. We're building you a uh, same game parlay in the Philly and Rams game. So yeah, I'm in on all the Stafford stuff. No, I like that. I think that that was one of my looks there. I think that you could play that game so many ways, like, like slop said, like, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball at all. And I don't think that we have any Kieran Williams drop stuff. He got injured a little bit last week. He was like, he's a little bit tentative in practice right now. They've already talked about them not potentially, um, you know, running the ball with him as much. So like, I think that that is a really good look as well. And something that's on my radar. Yeah. It's a good call. Yeah. He dinged up a little bit. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I don't know who one. gets more carries, but I mean, Ronnie rivers, like got a bunch of carries last year. So I don't think that really matters, you know? Yeah. All right, there's a there's a little uh, same game parlay action over on FanDuel. Uh, again, it, it, you love when the sponsor has the best numbers. It's, it's good. It's good for everyone. Um, again, like I said, 37 and a half attempts is my preferred play. It seems to be pretty FanDuel specific. We're getting juiced out on the other books, but the 24 and a half completion number is also best number on FanDuel, readily available. So I like both. I'm going to play 37 and a half though officially for uh, for subscribers. Um, Connor, floor back to you. You want to give us a little bit of a week five exotic look or something that you're looking to get maybe a little bit off the board with? Yeah, I think that David Montgomery is going to go absolutely bananas. Like, I don't know if that was eh. – so, unfortunately, it opened at 65, got juiced, <laughs> like, basically within five minutes. Uh, you know, Newton asked we wanted to play it officially. We are, you know, man of the people. We were trying to wait for more outs, try to wait for more liquidity, and we lost it. You know, I mean, it's it's up to 70 at this point. Now, that being said, I still think that alts are very much in play here. He draws like like could not get a better matchup. You're 11-point favorites against the Panthers. The Panthers' run defense right now, not very good at all. Right now, dead last in run to EPA, EPA DVOA, second worst in success rate, allowing 4.94 yards per carry to opposing running back so far. As we saw on Thursday night a couple weeks ago, David Montgomery saw 32 carries. Like, if they're winning, if it's one of those pound-the-rock games, David Montgomery's going to see like 25, 30 carries. So – I mean, if he sees that workload against this run defense, like the sky's the limit. I'm not saying he's going to break an NFL record, but I mean, he's going to be ripping off chunks of seven, eight yards, basically every carry. And now we might have, we might not have Amon Ra in this game. Um, I don't think he's been ruled out, but I don't think he practiced again today. So that's not trending very well. Typically, if you're not practicing, uh, at least even in limited, uh, you know, limited rate there on Friday, you're probably not playing in this football game. So yeah, and you can run all over Carolina. So yeah, I love it. I think we did the right thing. We weren't sure kind of, we both had that on our short list and it was like, all right, it's, there just wasn't, you know, early week on a Wednesday, typically sometimes books will limit people. So we wanted to make sure that we can you know do the right thing, but Hey, a lot of people were on it too. Not everyone plays by the same rules. I understand why I moved out to what it did, but uh, I still like to look on the alts. Uh, Slop, what are we doing? You last week, you were on it, man. You were on the Houston passing game. People weren't here. Slop was all over everything. Nico Collins and Nico Collins went off. Uh, this is like the slot portion of the show. He has been just kind of in his mode here. Uh, he basically in this portion bowls a 300. So uh, buckle <laughs> up. I'm excited to see what he's got for us here. I wish. I wish the 300, Ryan. It's right there, bro. <laughs> right there. 
hey, next week. But um, if you're looking to get a little bit loose on a receiver in the uh, the alt markets, how about Marquise Brown for the Cardinals? Uh, they got the Bengals. I'm gonna get Vandal's numbers up for him, but you could do. 60 plus at, I think it's like plus 114, 70 plus, plus 174, 80 plus, plus 240. If you want to get a little higher than that, that's fine. I think he's got it in him. I bet you the Bengals show up. I mean, they're one and three. It's time. So if they start hanging points on the Cardinals, there's really not many options to move the ball for them other than like Marquise Brown, really, through the air at least. I mean, Zach Ertz is nice and all, but he's kind of a, a catch it and fall down right there guy. Whereas, you know, Brown, you got run out to the catch, stuff like that. Dobbs likes him. They, he gets targeted quite a bit. I mean, he's probably having the the quietest decent receiver season. I mean, went for 96 yards last week against the uh, 49ers. Not easy. And it's a good defense. Uh, the Bengals, I'm not saying they're bad, but I mean, they're not the 49ers. So there is that he's at home. I mean, he caught, Five balls for 61 yards against Dallas. I mean, that's not a bad game there. So, I don't know. I think if they can just – if they trail in this game, that dude is probably going to approach 100 yards. So, there is that. And even if they don't, you're, you're safe at 60. So, I'd say start at 60, build your position there, and then get loose as you want after that. I like it. I mean, we talked about it, Connor, on Wednesday. Like, Josh Dobbs is like – eighth in adjusted completion percentage he's not turning the football over like they're playing some good football they deserve credit and he is the man there like michael wilson's kind of emerging a little bit like rondell moore will do his stuff but it's still very much hollywood brown and if there's an explosion game on the arizona passing game it's definitely hollywood brown yeah it's it's interesting because they're just not the cakewalk team that we thought coming into the year so i don't know i i really like think that that the alter an interesting spot potentially to kind of attack this because there is still some volatility. It's still Josh Dobbs, still working Marquise Brown. So I think that the alts are probably the way to go. But at the same time, like like you said, Josh Dobbs played so, so well. Yeah. You know what? Um, One more thing. Yeah. What I might do with this is wait until the game starts and then play it from there. Does that make sense? Like uh, see where – see what the Bengals show up and do because, I mean, that – like just – basically what you want to do is wait until you see who wins the coin toss and hope – that the Bengals get the ball first. That's pretty much it. But I mean, just get them ahead. Once they get ahead, we'll see what happens. But I, I think the Cardinals try and sit on the ball. Like that's our issue. But if the Bengals do play with the lead, now now we're cooking. Yeah, Burrow not on the injury report, which I guess is you know as positive news as we've seen. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, it's definitely feels like a the last shot for the Bengals at this point. If we're going to be taking them serious at any point. You have to take advantage of uh, a game against Arizona, who's even though they're exceeding our expectations, like the, the Bengals should uh, be able to take care of that one. And hey, that numbers move massively, right? We were like seven and a half in the lookaheads, came back out at six, has got steamed down to like to three. Um, who knows where that moves here by the time kickoff uh, comes? So, um, my exotic, I don't, I don't even know what the best way to do it. This is there's so many ways that I want to get access to Christian McCaffrey going absolutely bananas. Uh, which is basically just a weekly occurrence. Like it just is kind of what he does. So um, again, FanDuel, great numbers. We appreciate it. Um, they have over 17 and a half carries. I don't know why it's still 17 and a half carries. I can't play it right now really officially for people because 
Like there's like an 18 and a half at a couple spots. It's not readily available. 17 and a half. I know Connor took advantage of FanDuel. Christian McCaffrey carries number last week. FanDuel continues to be generous there. That feels light. Uh, we don't know about Elijah Mitchell, but again, not practicing. So doesn't look good. And in this game, that's going to probably matter for the NFC playoff pitcher. This is not the time for Kyle Shanahan to suddenly start layering in these ancillary running backs. This is going to be Christian McCaffrey. Last time when they met in the playoffs, McCaffrey only had 10 carries. Elijah Mitchell had 13. So like that's not happening here. There's a bunch of carries going to Christian McCaffrey, and he is going to uh, explode. So um, you can also get longest rush on DraftKings over 16 and a half. Love that look. Um, and actually, it's how you can really beat the Cowboys. They're averaging uh, 4.6 yards per attempt against them, uh, sixth highest rate in the league. They've also allowed the sixth highest rate of 15 plus yard runs in the league, too. So um, they're playing good football defensively, but you can run against this team. So on DraftKings, you can ladder this like crazy. Um, 80, you can get into plus, one, uh, plus 100. Um, you go all the way down to, to 120 plus to plus 550. Um, 100 plus is like plus 245. It's the best in the market, uh, unfortunately, laddering on DraftKings there. So I'm going to do a little bit of all of it. Um, I think he has a great, great game. Um, yeah, I mean, I wish I could get like a 150 plus number because I think that that's in the cards too. He's like minus 175 to score a touchdown. It's just never a bet that I would make, but he's scored in like 14 straight games. But yeah, I love McCaffrey here. Connor, any thoughts on uh, this great game on Sunday night? Yeah, I think we saw too, like, Week one, the Giants on their first drive were running the ball actually really well against the Cowboys, um, which, you know, obviously got blown out pretty quickly. But the Cardinals and their win, I bet a James Conner under, and that was like dead on arrival. I mean, that was like first drive. They were going to open up big holes. Like they were moving their guards and they were pulling players correctly, and it was just opening up like gaping holes. And so I think that Kyle Shannon is sharp enough to know that that's exactly what they need to be doing. They've definitely figured out like – you know, how to open up Christian McCaffrey in the running game there. So it wouldn't surprise me to see them go run heavy here, uh, depending on Elijah Mitchell's status too. Like, I think he'll probably see – is he out? I, I didn't see the final. Hasn't practiced. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, so he's out that. then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, he's already banged up anyway. So, yeah, like they already – Shannon already seemed kind of reluctant to mix in Elijah Mitchell anyways. It was kind of like, yeah, I probably shouldn't give this guy like 25 carries a game. Like, let's just put in Elijah Mitchell like if we have a lead or if we don't really need, you know, maybe some thumper plays. But – like last week, he's like, yeah, I don't care. Like we're just running McCaffrey out there 20 plus times and won't even matter. So, yeah, I think that that's an interesting way to play it. Um, and also a tip on FanDuel, like they're so their carries are always like different than like DraftKings and Caesars and MGM. So they're almost always like an outlier. And so like last week, like Noon said, uh, I posted in our discord too. like they were hanging a 15 and a half carry mark. Uh, and that was after Elijah Mitchell was injured. So like, I mean, it was minus 150, but that's like almost free money as long as he doesn't get hurt. Like they run the ball 20 times. He's getting at least 16, 17 carries. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's just a tip there too, like to take advantage of, again, we can't really release that stuff like solo book out off market lines are going to last 10 seconds, but uh, I'll post them in our discord a bunch more just so that way some people can get on them like me. Yeah. It's worth taking advantage of yourself. Um, you know, we are cognizant of making sure that we can extend stuff for our people. Cause we take care of the people that take care of us. Um, so we want to make sure we share that stuff. But yeah, it's, it's hard to uh, push that out to the masses because, you know, uh, the DG, the DGENs that are in there, like elbow to elbow with us the whole time, they get to take advantage and clean up on that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I love I love that game. Slop, any thoughts on uh, San Fran, Dallas, or McCaffrey in particular? 
that's a tough one. I wouldn't mess with San Fran's pass game. So obviously the run game is where you want to go. So that's pretty much the only way I'd touch that. All right, uh, Connor, back to you. Uh, back to your you know basic basic props here. Yeah, I'm going to break Slop's heart here, but I think the listeners will like this one. So I'm going to go with Miles Sanders under 40 and a half rushing yards. Um, the juice on this is a little bit weird. So if you can't get it right at like minus 110, minus 120, which is where it at, is at in most spots, just wait. You, you probably get a 39 and a half, 38 and a half. The under there is a good look as well. I mean, the reality is Sanders is hurt. He's playing like shit. He's averaging like 2.9 yards per carry. He's like bottom. He's like 40th or something like that in success rate. Uh, I mean, honestly, he's just not playing well. The Panthers offensive line isn't playing well. He saw a season low in snaps last week. Chuba Hubbard outplayed him. Um, and now they now they get a tough matchup. Like Detroit's defense legit is, uh, you know, second in success rate against run defense. Like they're just shutting down opposing backs. And they're 11 f one underdog. So they fall behind. They're probably not going to be running with Sanders. Like he's playing poorly. Chuba Hubbard is going to see more work. He's not fully healthy. Chuba Hubbard is going to see more work. Like there's so many outs for this one that uh, – you know, like it's really just surprising that like that this number is this high. Honestly, I thought we were going to get like 32, 33. Um, I just don't see it with Sanders unless he comes back fully healthy. He's been limited all week in practice. So I don't know. I, I really think that this under here is a great look for Sanders. Slop, part of you died inside uh, when Kanti yeah. that went up. As soon as the way he lost me, we said under. I didn't hear a word <laughs> after that. I was like, oh, man, this is disgusting. It's at 40 and a half after it, too, for running back. Oof. So, yeah. Uh, he loves going low like that, too. I mean, you, you live on he the edge. He loves it, dude. That Jarek McKinnon under 10 and a half was a sweat last week. That is, yeah, I mean, that is that is just absolute insanity to do. Like, like that is something else, man. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're, we're sitting there with seven yards, and there's literally a minute and a half, two minutes left in the game. They need to, like, snap the ball, and they're going to run one more play. And for some reason, Isaiah Pacheco is not on the field. You have Jarek McKinnon on the field. And they have to run. Like, they almost certainly are going to run the ball. And so I'm, like, sitting there sweating. They, he, like, motions out, and I'm, like, going wild. I'm, like, oh, thank God. He's not going to get the carry. <laughs> I think that they, like, ran something else. They swung someone to the backfield. It was, I mean, a gift. But I don't even know why he was on the field. Like, he, why, why are you running him in the ground at the, at the end of the game? Like, it made no sense. So, still, we got there. We won. But, uh, yeah, it was not a very enjoyable sweat. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he loves like the quarterbacks. You know, Davis Mills, Davis Mills rookie year. Connor oh, like maybe. consistently bang like under one fifty nine and a half passing yards. Oh stuff. my just, god! Just the stuff that like absolute brutal sweats. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson's of the world. That's a those are Connor Allen specials. You a yeah. big roller coaster guy, Connor? No, I roller actually hate them. I actually hate them. Yeah. I actually like hate. I hate roller coasters. Um, Bungee jumping. Know. You ever watch Final Destination slot? No. Is it no, awesome? Well, don't. Don't. No. Right. I mean, if, if you like roller coasters, just don't watch it. All right. <laughs> uh, slot, floor is yours, sir. Uh, last one that you have here on the board for us. All right. So I've been waiting all day for this. All right. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but FanDuel has recep alt receptions now. So before it was just Bet365, but they. I don't, I'm not a big bet three, six, five guy. They're not even available in Massachusetts anyway. So there's that. But, um, but I loved how they had, you know, three plus four plus five plus, just because sometimes you get three and a halves at minus one sixty, and you're like, man, if that was five, I'd take it. But you know, I'm not betting four receptions minus one sixty. 
we have that today. We have Wondell Robinson all day long for the Giants. Was at three and a half. He was at three and a half minus 125 at BetMGM. And then everywhere else was a lot higher. So then later on, I checked. It was three and a half minus 160 pretty much everywhere. In, in that range, at least. FanDuel now has four and a half. It's not the alt line that I was hoping for, but we don't need it. Plus 120 for Wandell Robinson's receptions. I think he does that in the first half. I think the Giants are going to get their asses kicked uh, like from the, the second they get off the bus. So this is a throw, throw, throw game. If you watched the game the other night, the Giants' offensive line is non-existent. It's actually unbelievable. Let's go, Wandell props, baby. The dog agrees. The dog loves it. The dog loves it. But, um, yeah, so I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> well, I do agree, to be fair. I So last week during the Giants game, we saw them, like, I, you know the guy from PFF, Nathan, I think it's Yankee or whatever, tweets out, like, snaps uh, in, like, the first quarter, like, in certain situations. So he tweeted out, like, Jalen Hyatt and Wando Robinson were, like, leading the team in snaps along with Darius Slayton. But it was expected to be Hodgins and Campbell because that's what it's been the past few weeks. And so as soon as those guys were not in, like I was hitting Campbell unders, I was hitting Hyatt overs because Hyatt's over was like eight and a half. Again, FanDuel was slacking. So it was like everywhere else was like 15 and a half, 16 and a half because they were seeing him play a bunch. But, you know, eight and a half was available. So Hyatt is an interesting look on some alts, I think, because obviously he didn't have a big game. But like he's going to be out there running a ton of routes. This Miami secondary is not very good. I think Wandale's a good look too because he's going to get a ton, ton of targets. Paris Campbell unders like I just don't know what they're going to release those at because I, I haven't really seen much uh, with some of these guys here. It looks like Wandale and Slayton are out, but I want some of the ancillary guys. I want to see it, want them to give us like a a bad number on some of them. See, I liked Hyatt. It was twenty five and a half or twenty five plus receiving yards was like I think it was more than two to one. I think it was like you know in the plus two two hundred forty something something there. So if you watch the game though, that offensive line is non-existent. Like they don't, they don't, they don't block like at all. Like there were times where seriously, like the tackle didn't get his uh, a hand on the guy rushing the quarterback. So he had no time to throw whatsoever. I don't know that that happens with Miami. Who knows? But at the same time, with uh, Robinson, he's right by the right by the line of scrimmage. Like there he is. You know what I mean? So he's gonna get checkdowns. He's gonna get tackled like in the backfield a couple times, probably after catching a ball. But again, those are receptions. So I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing that he's going to catch less than five passes in a game script. Like we're likely to see that just feels weird. Yeah. He went from uh 25% route participation in week three, his first game of the season, all the way up to 63 last week. Uh, now, like slop saying, he has a average depth of target of 2.33 yards last week. Um, there he is. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's a little different. Like, Hyatt's a guy. He's out there for almost as many last week, to Connor's point, another big jump. Does not see the targets, but his average depth of target is like, you know, week two was 37 and a half yards. Uh, week one, it was 15. So, like, he's going to be a guy that's going to hit you with a home run, you know, if he's just the way that, you know, his his route tree at college was the same. He just he ran go routes at Tennessee, um, and that's how they need to he use him here. So, so fun. Yeah, that's that's all they they're gonna need here too, right? I mean, they're gonna have to if they can block to protect him to let you know Daniel Jones get the ball deep, then for sure you can get maybe a over longest reception for Hyatt or something like that. To be at Wandell from a volume standpoint is definitely the 
definitely the path here for Ryan, sure. Ryan, the 40-plus, those markets, because if he catches one, it it is likely to be 40-plus or damn it's near true. it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's Literally how only needs one. first, you know? but Because the, the longest reception on some of those are, I mean – you're laying like 115 or something like that. And you're like, you know what, dude, for eight more yards, it's like plus two. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they can't properly price that, you know? Like, so we'll see what they come out at, though. We don't even have a number yet. So it, you might not be able to do it. Yeah, but at the same time, again, we just got to wait till we see numbers. Yeah, it's good look. It's definitely worth uh, we're checking out. I'm going to go kind of in that neighborhood. Um, there's been a lot of coach speak this week with, uh, with Brees Hall and the Jets. Um, I kind of buy it, but in case it's not true, um, I'm going to go Brees Hall over 16 and a half for a longest rush. Um, this is on DraftKings. You can find this on MGM. It's a few other spots out there in the marketplace, depending on your books. Um, 16 and a half is his like just binary number. And I, I like that too, especially if there is something to the, we're not on a pitch count. We're going to let him loose a little bit because the Broncos defense is just absolutely abysmal. Um, they are allowing the league's highest rate of explosive runs in the season, uh, 9.5% of the rushes against them. Uh, teams are averaging almost two yards per carry before contact, which is insane. <laughs> Basically just getting a, a like a head start. by Again, by far the worst in the league. Uh, and this has kind of been Brees Hall's MO, even the season, and even in the, against Buffalo in week one where he was limited. You know, had a couple of splash plays. Did it last year uh, in this matchup against the Broncos too. So, um, I think this just insulates you a little bit in case the, the Sala stuff is this is kind of coach speak and we still see more Dalvin Cook than we want to. Um, just again, 16 and a half, you can do a one carry. You don't have to worry about him sustaining or taking a larger market share of rushes here. So, uh, Connor, any thoughts on Brees Hall or the longest rush play? Yeah, I had this penciled in too. I took a good bit of 40, 54 and a half when it opened to FanDuel to like 16 and a half now. I, I do think though that like the coach speak was very, very thin. I mean, like, if you go back and look at the old the whole quote, like you mentioned, like he's like, yeah, like he doesn't have any restrictions on him, or you know, he's going to be full go. Like that doesn't mean that he's going to play the entire game. That just he's means like, then that, we want to get a bunch of other guys the ball too. Is I think what he right. said right after it. Yeah, he's going to play however much they want him to play. Like it's not like, and that means that they're not like limiting him. So it's like whatever they want him to play, he'll play. I think it's probably going to still be like basically what we've seen. But that being said, against his Broncos defense, I don't think that really matters. I think he's still going to get home. Um, and the big play potential is like massive. Yeah. Yeah. Slop, any thoughts on uh, the Jets backfield situation and what we heard from them this week? The only look I had was Hall 100 plus, uh, plus 500, but I'd need more carries for that. I need to know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting, we don't know that. Yeah. I agree. It's a little, it's a little, it thin did there. move though yesterday or the day or whatever day it was that the first number I saw I thought was 52 and a half. I think Fanduel was first to market. It could have been 54 and a half, whatever it was, but it was it was higher everywhere else the second they opened it, and then Fanduel uh, adjusted really quick. So there wasn't a big window. But I get point is I we were not the only ones that saw that and thought it was something to look at. So same premise of what we had there with the the Demont stuff. It's like came out early. If you didn't take the first action on it, you're probably leaving some uh, some yards out there for sure. So. Uh, let me share a few tackles, then we'll get to your questions in the chat. So if you're hanging out with us, a bunch of you are, we greatly appreciate it. While you're here, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and then jump in the chat. Let us know what any of your week uh, five looks are. We'll get to those here in just a moment. I'm going to share some uh, thoughts on uh, tackle plays for you this week. Um, we don't have a ton. Well, you know, this is what typically happens is they start to release them while we're on the show. 
it's been very, very frustrating. Uh, makes for a very, very busy couple hours immediately after the show, but that's okay. Uh, I had one that was going to be a show play, but uh, I came out and I thought it was going to move, so I had to give out uh, Aziz Al-Shahir, the linebacker for Tennessee, over seven and a half. We already played that. Um, you can it, it maybe even moves to eight and a half. Take a juice play. like that one quite a bit. Um, I got two safeties that I'm looking at this week. Minka Fitzpatrick, safety for Pittsburgh, uh, to name the people know, even if you're not a, a tackle grinder. Uh, he cashed over five and a half for us last week in the first half against the Texans. Always feels good to cash the tackle prop in the first half. We're going to go back to the well. Tackle rate is up this season for Minka. Um, even with the conservative projection here, I got him at like 7.9. Um, so even if he moves to six and a half, we might get some plus money. That'd be great. Uh, he has uh, at least nine in three of the past four matchups against Baltimore. And when you think about how Baltimore likes to play, they run the football a ton and they love to throw over the middle. That bodes really well for safeties. So, um, and historically, Pittsburgh is the most generous scorekeeping situation in the league. Steelers home games average 52.8 assists per game. That is nearly nine more than the league average. Um, again, if this is new to you, tackles uh, are subjective. Uh, the scorekeeper dictates whether that's a solo tackle or an assisted tackle between two guys. And Pittsburgh is a place that is uh, more likely than not than be like, two guys get to share that one. And in the tackle and assist game, they all count the same. There's no such thing as a half tackle or anything like that. So uh, we like assists when we're betting the tackles and assists combine number. Um, also, Von Bell, uh, safety now for Carolina. Uh, since moved over to, to Carolina from Cincinnati, he's playing a ton of box snaps for the Panthers. And they're basically running with one linebacker in the field now with Shaq Thompson injured. So Bell is basically like a pseudo. Uh, they run a lot of like three safety stuff. And Von Bell is kind of like a pseudo linebacker there. He's got six, seven, and nine tackles in the past three games. Last week, he was posted at four and a half at plus 105. So even if he's kind of in that range again, maybe moves to like minus 115, like it. And it's a great spot. We already talked about David Montgomery. Uh, Detroit skews run heavy. They're going to skew even more run heavy here if uh, we don't have Amon Ra. And a uh, good spot here for Von Bell to continue to pile up some tackles. So those are two looks for me that I'm going to be uh, watching closely here. And uh, we'll be pushing those plays out as soon as we get them. So looks like uh, Sam C said that Fitz is plus one fourteen over six and a half on DK right now uh, as we're talking, and I just uh, checked it's it's already down to plus one hundred six and a half thoughts. Yeah, I mean I have him at seven point nine. So we Fair. like we like that play. We like I that bet play. it. I bet it. I was betting it while you were talking. So you know, why not <laughs> us? Why not us, baby? Yeah. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is a good a good look for sure. So yeah, we'll, uh, prefer to get those a little bit after the fact, but we'll take them. This is again, like I said, very annoying. You know, we uh, we hit we hit record, you know, thirty five minutes ago. These are not there. Uh, I spend an insane amount of hours trying to get ready for them, and they they come out while we're uh, while we're doing the show. So yeah, play Minka Fitzpatrick if you can. I'm gonna try to yeah. do it right now. That's fair. Yeah. You want me to answer some questions here while you're betting this? Yeah, you know, out? I started some. If you want to start to see if anyone else has asked any, and uh, yeah, let's get it uh, get it moving. Yeah. So, all right, we got one off the top here from Ben Carey, caps wise, cap wise, Judy season, Jerry Judy season. Slop. Any take on the Broncos receivers here against the Jets? It looks like DJ Reed is out, which is kind of unfortunate. I played I played a Corlin Sutton under, uh, and it looks like that is not going to be as good because he plays predominantly outside DJ Reed and sauce Gardner, both outside, you know, corners. So I thought that would be pretty strong there, but I still think that he'll see a good amount of sauce uh, most likely. So any take on any of the Broncos wideouts, Marvin Mims didn't see a snap rate increase, but I stay away from those guys. 
Yeah, I bet Marvin Mims over last week, and that works, I mean, right? it was really thin by the time we got there because he didn't. He didn't. He got there, but like he didn't play more snaps. He played like I mean, three, four more, and so that one bomb at the end. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, we got really lucky. It was. I was with some people too who were like, "Oh, what should we bet on today?" I was like, "Well, I'm betting Marvin Mims right now," and I looked like a total idiot for like three quarters, you know. And then we connect on one bomb, and they're like, "Think I'm a genius," you know. So that's how gambling goes. Uh, but that was that was a good so one. There. So, yeah, we're going Minka Fitzpatrick over six and a half tackles. Yeah, we're going Minka Fitzpatrick over six and a half. Um, looking right. at best I could see right now is well, I'm looking at minus one hundred five, right? DraftKings. Seeing plus one ten on MGM if you can get that. Uh, I can get it. They'll only let me bet like. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the same. That's, you know, FanDuel for some. I mean, DraftKings for some, MGM for some. Dra- uh, I'm back yeah. on DraftKings for whatever reason. but Caesars 108 plus 108. Oh, Caesars. That's good. Thank you. Whoever said that. Love that. Um, yeah. Keep we'll answering questions. Yeah. You're doing great, Sorry. Connor. Go for it. We had. Someone say two slop. I'm here for the unders. Don't tell slop. Sorry, I Anders 190. But hey, you know, Anders, I had to break it to him. <laughs> I remember that name. I'll never forget it. Come on, what are you doing with your life, K Anders 90? <laughs> um, let's see. We got a couple other ones. Monty over 15 and a half attempts dropped while we were talking. So compared to his line, his rushing yard line, which is 74, three and a half at this point, pretty widely available. You're talking about 4.65 yards per carry to go over that at 16 carries. I almost prefer the carries, honestly. I think that the carries there is like, I mean, it would the the issue where that gets thin is kind of like Brian Robinson. Like everyone loved Brian Robinson last week. It was like, or last night, it was like the chalkiest play in the world. And honestly, I lean that way too. But the rushing yard number got up like mid to high 60s. The rushing attempts market moved up and then they fell behind early and you're just like totally toast. Like you have, they didn't pass the ball or they didn't run the ball a single time in the second half. They didn't have a single design run. Uh, it's crazy. Wild. Yeah. I mean, that's wild. So again, that probably got home on that. Lions. Yeah. That, that TJ uh, Edwards uh, tackle sweats uh, to be able to get, get over eight and a half with no running back carries is uh, a, a feat that I will not soon forget. It's better I had uh, DJ Moore, 60-plus receiving yards, and it was done before I even left the house to go bowling. <laughs> I was like, this sucks. Like, what are we supposed to do now? Uh, run it back. Like, relax, buddy. Four-quarter game. Um, Kyle Baker, can anyone explain Adam Thielen's line being 51-and-a-half again? Uh, Bryce Young. He's yeah, not there. pretty simple explanation, I think. Um Detroit secondary played pretty well so far, to be honest, as well. I think they're eighth in past DVOA. Adam Thielen, despite putting up a lot of stats, I still don't think is very good. So, uh, you know, they just designed a shitload of plays for me. He's the only, like, competent receiver, somewhat competent receiver on their, you know, team. So it's not like I'm betting the under, but uh, I don't know if I love betting Thielen overs at, like, 51 and a half. Yeah. It's just a, like they've had some – really bad play volume in non Dalton games, which just makes it really tough too. And if we get in a spot where you just, you have Demont doing the things that we think he might do here, it just, it gets really tough for Thielen to just kind of still at this point, has to get there in volume. I think the volumes exceeded our expectations, but partially because no one else is, you know, exciting there at this point. Like no one's really stepped up with some of the young guys. So yeah, you're going to need, uh, you know, five, six receptions there. And that's, 
that's pretty tough. I will say that, you know, the Lions secondary is pretty thin too. looks like Brian Branch isn't playing here. They're already down, you know, uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, like they're, they're having some, you know, some issues there. So in the slot might not be a bad place for Thielen, but yeah, uh, not a, not a play. I have a ton of conviction in. Yeah, that's fair. And then also Olave 59 and a half stands out. So I do want to note here that, so our breakout model, which basically analyzes like receiver, like expected receiver usage, and then uh, predicts like who underperformed and then like should basically regress to the mean the following week or coming weeks. Last week, AJ Brown was our number one candidate and absolutely popped off. This week, Chris Olave is our number one candidate. Now, the major asterisk is Chris Olave's uh, quarterback, you know, Derek Carr, and like whether he's healthy because it just might not matter if Derek Carr is like, you know, uh, you know, limp dicking it out there again. Like, I for mean, lack last of better terms, it was brutal. Yeah. I mean, How many catches did Kamara have? Like, 13. 13. Yeah. 13 for 33 yards. What are we doing, man? He's plus money over four and a half receptions. I know. That's fun. Again, that so that, you know, fun. that's, you know, there's, We've kind of learned our lesson over the handful of years we've been doing this, Connor, with running back receptions and how uh, dangerous they can be. Um, yep, they change quick. That's a, you know, I, that's a tough one. But again, like there's there's some uh, some appeal to that to me. But yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I like um, this Cody M guy, Connor. This is my yeah, kind of guy right here. You see his? This is on the list for me for yeah. sure. I want to get your guys' thoughts. And it was, I I think Let's it maybe popped on Cody. some of the other. Yeah, but. Uh, Devon A-Chain or A-Chan or whatever we're saying nowadays. I mean, in a game against whatever's going on with the Giants, uh, whatever you think is going on with the uh, distribution of running back carries there, it just doesn't seem to matter. Uh, this kid is absolutely explosive and uh, is in a spot where even if he's getting eight to ten carries, he could absolutely go berserk. So 100-plus yards, uh, six to one is nuts. I have them on the list for ladders. I think, you know, if that, that's kind of a way you like to play, that would be the way to play this guy uh, versus, uh, you know, personally versus just the binary prop th uh, thoughts there, Connor. Totally agree. Also too, it's worth noting. So, you know, HN wasn't seeing a ton of work early and then Raheem Mostert fumbled twice. So only one of those shows in the stat sheet because he only lost one of them, but he fumbled twice before half. Then HN started the second half and saw the first, the entire first drive, then Raheem Mostert just sprinkled in, but there was like a heavier dose of A-chan. Then they come out after the game, and they're like, yeah, this dude's a baller. We're going to give him even more work. So, like, I don't know if we're going to see 75% A-chan, but that was, like, something that I think has gone under the radar. What if we did? Like, oh, that man. would be so fun to have 100 plus, plus 600, on the day that we find out A-chan's the guy. Do you know what I mean? Like that, it would be like having Ronnie Brown's number the day they uh, went to the Wildcat. You know what I'm saying? Remember that? Like, like, that would be like the perfect yeah. day to have him on your team or have like some wild, you know, ladder move. So that could happen. I'm just saying. Like I, I, I bet you that kid gets more time. That coach in Miami, like he's, he's not like the others. Like he, he'll just make the move. He don't give a shit. Like he's like, what's better? Okay, let's go with that. Like he's not. He doesn't seem to have that old school mentality. Of, you know, it wouldn't like surprise me have to lose his job like he just lost it already it's over this guy <laughs> yeah. yeah right like i wouldn't it would most actually all. been good most it's been yeah, good not, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not saying he's yeah. bad I'm just, this guy's just no, better. i know like, I agree. They know it, you know what i mean yeah 100 like, yeah, yeah sorry connor stepped on you no i was gonna say like like jeff wilson could very easily take raheem Mostert's spot as like the one b or even like clear two with hn as the number one going forward uh whenever jeff wilson is alive 
So what are we calling this kid? It's A Chain. I thought it was A Chain. A Chan. A Chan. Yeah, that's what he oh, like clarified yeah. and went out of his way to say like everyone needs to call me Devin A Chan. Uh, a Chan. Okay. My yeah, bad, Devin. A-chan. I said A Chan. No more. A Chan. Yeah. Yeah. Devin, so I know you're watching the show, so you know. Buddy. Really I'll call you whatever the hell you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the kid is is electric. I think regardless of what happens in that backfield, he he'll have a role. Like the way that they're using him, they're using him in like just you know, jet sweep stuff, um, you know, the little bubble action, um, you know, the orbit motion action. Like he's going to have a role no matter who ends up being the guy, whether it's, you know, Mostert or Wilson or whatever's going on there. So and what, what if the Dolphins score a thousand points again? Like that's on the table. So you know, their team total is 30 and a half. Field. Their team total is 30 and a half. That's what the Giants are averaging giving up this season. Like it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's insane. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I that's an interesting play. Miami team total over. Uh, but yeah, I think that there's a lot to to like about that game, and I can't really see a spot where that game's getting pushed. You know, Miami's getting challenged. All of a sudden, like it's a high volume two a game uh, in the second half. There, I can't I can't envision a way that that goes. Uh, all right, Connor. What else did we miss? Did I? Uh, Looks like we are mostly caught up here. We got uh, Ben again. Uh, Dalton Kincaid over 28 half receiving yards and ETN under 65 and a half rushing yards. Thoughts. Um, for me, Dalton Kincaid, I am considering a Dawson Knox under because I think Dalton has seen like more and more work. Um, so I think that that could be interesting, but I haven't like played or anything. Any, any takes on, on Kincaid, Noonan? Not a lot. I mean, it's the a dot's so bad. Um, you know, you just want him to, you know, be used a little bit more. Let me look and see if, you know, I want to get a sense here of, you know, if there's any usage that I'm missing here on, on Kincaid. Um, I mean, I want him to be something that that he's not. And at a certain point, like you have to adjust based off of what we're seeing here. I mean, all right, the route participation was nice last week, 79%. That's the highest of the season. Targeted on 17% of those routes. It's great. Um, still an average at the target of four. Oh, like he's just, you know. Reception um, guy. Yeah. They're usually like, have- he's, you know, he's Cole Beasley or Isaiah McKenzie. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's just not great. What's now the number? Have- Connor on Knox that you like his number has to be like sub 20 and you're talking it's under 17 and a half. Yeah, yeah he is. He is like 10, 11 and like eight crazy. receiving yards the last three weeks. I mean, he's just like out there blocking. He's out there running a couple of routes, like a couple of curl routes that are like a couple of yards. I mean, it's always my nightmare that I'm watching it. Everything's going great. Like it's just so fun. Bets are just winning, cashing everywhere. And then all of a sudden, Dawson Knox slips out. Guy falls down. He catches the ball for like 22 yards. That's it for him. That's all he does all day. I lose. And, yeah, that's that's my understory. That's what happens. It's So it, it did happen to me last year in Baker's first start with the Rams. I bet Van Jefferson under like 40 receiving yards or something like that. And, and Baker's under. And literally on the last play of the game, he threw a 30-yard touchdown to Van Jefferson to win the game, and I lost both my unders. Um, I mean, I'm not a big, like, quit gambling advocate, but, man, that would make <laughs> me think about quitting gambling. I'd be like, this sucks. Oh, it's tough, too, because I was already, like, kind of in, like, a break-even stage of the year anyways, and, like, those last play losses are not kind to the to the thoughts there. But any thoughts on ETN there, 65 and a half rushing yards? I kind of leaned to his over because, like, the explosive, like, the Bills have been getting yep. a lot of explosive runs. But he hasn't been explosive like this year, like that much. So that's kind of my issue. 
Cam Robinson back. I think that helps their offensive line. That's a big, that's a big piece for them. Um, you know, that would be part of the, the cap for me there, but um, yeah, he hasn't been explosive. They've been terrible. Um, uh, you know, I think they're last in league in expected like raw total expected points added on the ground so far. So it's been a bad rushing offense overall. He has not been very good and the offensive line has not been good. So, and it's just, part of it's just this play caller. Like this, you know, they, they need to get it back to uh, Dougie P here because this, uh, this press Taylor kid seems to um, seems to be in over his head a little bit. Maybe, I don't know. Like it's nice that he's getting this chance. It just isn't the same Jacksonville offense that we saw last year. Like we, I think we all thought coming into the year when we were handicapping Jacksonville, that it was like, all right, the offense is going to be awesome. They were really good last year. They were like top 10 in basically any meaningful metric. You have an ascending young quarterback. They add Calvin Ridley. They add another layer with Tank Bigsby. Like all of a sudden they're like pieces are in play here. The defense is going to be a spot where like, hey, they might even push them to be in a spot where they have to keep up. And defense has played a little bit better and the offense has been kind of holding back. So it's only four weeks, but I'm I'm with you. Like I, I want to see a little bit more first. So I think yeah. he looks good. If you watch the game, like he looks like, it's like, okay, get this dude in space. Now we're talking, but like he's never in space ever. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like, all right, well, this, that, that's not great. You know, but like, like no, I'm with you. I, I'm scared to play that guy. Yeah. And then anytime Tank Bigsby touches the ball, it's like the announcer is just like, you know, get a full heart on. They're like, this tank, they don't call this guy Tank for nothing. Like they said that multiple times last week. I'm like, oh, God. You know, it's just, <laughs> I'm sure the coaches are thinking the same thing, too. So um, we also have one here. Gibbs listed as questionable. Demont carries. I mean, yeah, that, that I'm going to see if that's widely available because that just might be a play uh, here pretty soon. Yeah. Let's see where that, uh, where that is. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give another tackle play here because oh, stuff you fire live here. Is this four plays on air for you? This is, yeah, this is, we're, we're firing. We're going to fire live. Um, I'm going to have a little bit of an abbreviated write up for the people. Um, we'll do a little bit later, but I want to get it out to, uh, to people while we, uh, while we're here, because um, I don't know, smart people are also doing this a little bit and uh, you know, I want to make sure we, we take advantage and Hey, I want to reward the people that are hanging out with us and listen live too. You guys are awesome. So um let me just push it out to your subscribers here. Love it. Um, we, I'll, I'll filibuster here while you're, you know, typing that up. Christian Watson slop. Any thoughts on him? Thirty-seven yards. It might be another like fifty plus or nothing, right? All right. So that game's Monday, right? Yeah, you're not even thinking about that yet. Not, I can't think about Monday right now. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's Friday, burger night at my house. Probably an hour away from my first beer of the week. You know, and now we're talking Monday. Like, come on, just relax. It's That's what Monday morning's for. You know? Yeah, let's see if um. Yeah, first of all, you got to figure out how much you need to make on the Monday night game to get square again. But uh, <laughs> we don't even know that yet. I mean, the weekend hasn't even happened. But uh, also too though, like we don't know if Garoppolo plays. That's going to get interesting. You know, like so if Garoppolo's back. He's not awful, but he's not great at the same time. But he, they might be able to move the ball. Like, we might get to a situation where you might need points. And if that's the case, and if we get news that Watson is, like, fully back integrated into offense, 37 is a low bar. But, again, like a lot, a lot has to happen. We got the whole weekend. Um, all right, this is a, a really good number uh, that I like quite a bit. Let me uh, bring up what I have here on – uh, Roquan Smith, we're going to play Roquan Smith over eight and a half tackles and assists, uh, plus one Oh four. 
on Caesars. This looks like it's plus money. Um, looks DraftKings just moved to minus one ten. Um, plus one hundred on uh, MGM. That's out there. I haven't looked at it. Barstool three six five. Probably have these as well. Uh, but yeah, really. I mean, I mean Patrick or you know Patrick Queen's been in the news with what's going on there. With uh, if you guys haven't seen that, Google Patrick Queen and uh, and what's going on with Pittsburgh there. Um, apparently, he was told that he's you know not a Raven uh, by uh, by the Steelers head coach a couple of years ago. But anyway. Roquan's the uh, probably the best linebacker in football, um, tackle wise. You know, maybe Fred Warner's maybe a little bit better in coverage. I got uh, Roquan at nine and a half here, like nine point five nine in this matchup. Um, absolutely love this spot. Again, talked about already about Pittsburgh with Minka, like the assist thing and the scorekeeper is generous. It goes both ways. You know, we've we've been uh, the only time Roquan's lost or fell short of this this season was that game against Cincinnati where the Bengals only had like 15 first half snaps. Um, otherwise Roquan has been absolutely cooking. He's a stud. He had 11 last week. Let me go through it here. Um, you know, I think week three was the week we played him. No week three. He had 13. <laughs> uh, week two was the week that we played him and he fell one short. Uh, he had a monster game, I believe in week one um, against the, uh, against the Texans where he just went berserk because yeah, 15. So yeah, that's kind of what he does. Uh, 15, 13 and uh, 11 outside of the one stinker. So we're getting eight and a half at plus money in the most generous spot for scorekeepers in the entire league. Um, absolutely love the spot. And uh, yeah, that's uh, still out there on Caesar. So Roquan eight and a half. I thought we'd get maybe nine and a half. I'd still maybe consider it, but yeah, fire comfortably eight and a half plus money. I just bet that. You know what I just saw, though? I left uh, Minka up at DraftKings. I, I left that screen up. I went to Caesars instead. He's now minus 140 at DraftKings. Oh, so, yeah. So that's, um, that's dead in the water. It's typically how this goes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I try my best to give people a notification that a play is coming so they can go through their you know, two-factor get on their, their apps, get ready to go. I give them the team for the most part. People like to guess who the play is going to be, uh, and then we play. That's the best way for us to get down, uh, and many people to get down as possible. So, Connor, are you I'm finding any uh, – limited, Ryan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Caesars is great, though. That's why Caesars no, is No, they are. Them and FanDuel are my go-tos. Um, we need FanDuel. Fanatics, too, in Massachusetts. Surprisingly enough, Fanatics has not – yeah, awesome. and win. But, uh, but wins only uh, in states where they have a physical presence now. So unless you're in Massachusetts or, I guess, Vegas, Nevada. So that's it. Yeah. Our win experience, Connor, was not uh, fantastic. So Yeah, I, I, I don't have very many kinds they of – They cut you off? They limited you? Oh, no, far worse, far worse. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it was uh, one of those where we had a deal with them and a lot was promised and very little was delivered. And – we were asked to promote a just truly terrible, and I mean, honestly, from the bottom of our terrible product, um, you know, that's like the worst odds, you know, jumble clusterfuck I've ever seen. Uh, so, yeah, not a whole lot of good to say about them, but hey, money's green. Their, home run, numbers are, their home run numbers are just so off. It's not even funny. So I, I keep them in my um, in the Rolodex just for – that because like you'll look at them FanDuel rivals them because FanDuel the thing is if they'll put lines out but if the guy's in the lineup he's still in if uh let's say he's let's say he's listed not in the lineup but he pinch hits later 
that counts. You know, so your bet's live. Everywhere else, voids, right? So that's why FanDuel's lines are a little bit higher. Well, win will come out at the same thing. It's fan, like literally the same thing, or sometimes even better. Like you're just like, what are you doing? You know, like how are you, like how are you this far off? We're talking like plus five fifty. Everybody else is plus three fifty. So like stuff like that. So I'll, I do respect win for that. Thank you, win for that. That is that just sounds like they're donating to your bank account. Like that's like seems like a charity. Like yeah, but whatever. You know, yeah, I take I mean, all donations, Connor. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm above that. Yeah, I'll, I'll I mean, take whatever. Anybody wants to give me something, I'll take it. So people don't love uh, Rivers. I play Rivers gets a ton of my golf action because Rivers has awesome lines, um, outrights, matchups. They offer uh, you know a very specific each way bet that's not available everywhere. So yeah, I mean, hey, if it's a crap book but it's good for one thing, keep it. I we talked about it in yeah. You should have as many outs as possible if you have access to the site. Have a oh. little bit in there and just you never know. I will never understand. I, and if Fandle sponsors listen, that's just earmuff it. But I, every book, you can't just be a Fandle guy or a DraftKings guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those Shout might be your go to's. You know what I'm saying? The ones that you'll go to first if you're in a bind, you got to get something quick. Maybe that's maybe that. But I'll be honest with you, every single book you could possibly get, even the illegal ones, get them. Do you know what I mean? Just because you never know. What if they have the best line? What are you supposed to do? I see you, Boynton, in the chat. Um, you know, that's for everyone. I mean, I, you know, sometimes I can get pennies down on DraftKings. Sometimes yeah. I'm know. a 968 guy on BetMGM, Steve. Yeah, it's, it's all – I think it's 967, though. <laughs> I think it's what they'll give. Yeah, Rivers stinks. But, Very hey, whatever you – if you can get down on I, it, it's just no go, I use it for, it. for golf. You know, you know, and golf outrights are smaller units because of the nature of, you know, you're betting on 70 to 1 golf outrights. So, you know, if they want to take my – you know, $50, $60, then they'll take it. I'll, I'll give it to them. Um, um, you know, those are going to lose more times than not. So they're happy to take that action. So uh, not typically an NFL book that we we push a lot. But yeah, like I said, you can find it for one thing. You need, you know, home run props on one book and you can get that. Take advantage of it. Have access to as many things as you possibly, possibly can. Connor, did we find a readily available Monty number on the uh, on carries for us to play? Where are we at? <laughs> In fact, it actually got pulled. Uh, Montgomery rush times off DK. Shout out to you guys, you know, a bunch of animals. Uh, maybe we shouldn't have said anything. We should have just slow played it and then released it. But, hey, you know, shout out to the guys in the chat. I think it's a fantastic play. So if something pops up 15 and a half, probably hit that, um, you know, again. But it seems like we might not get that again. And then Kyle Baker brought something up here I thought was pretty interesting. Only two props are profitable this season if you've taken them in every game. Rushing yard unders and passing completion overs. Uh, I saw, I think it was Ben Brown from PFF tweeted this out. Like uh, he like tracks every single bet. I don't know if he uses closing line. I don't know what book he uses. Obviously, that's pretty important, whether it's closing versus opening, et cetera, et cetera. But um, yeah, I don't think that blindly betting any in-season prop category is uh, wise, just to be honest. But I think it does Why? show like where the market stands. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah, <laughs> it's moved. But no, I'm saying like every time I see a tweet, if you bet this, you know, every time it's like, what, what, why would you do that? So like, thanks. But like at the same time, like, I, I don't need to know any of this shit. Like I'm <laughs> not that smart to begin with. You know what I mean? I, I can't have useless information. I just need stuff I need. Yeah. That's a good point. We're just yeah. going to bang unders on every, you know, every player. Yeah, like, no, see, like think about that. Like, yeah, Ryan, yeah. like seriously, like we're just going to just take all the unders on this. Like, no, yeah, like no one does that. I don't think. Yeah, it's shifted, Connor. Though, right? Like you look a couple of years ago, like it was skewed massively to unders, 
in a big way. And I think it has shifted a little bit. So, you know, a trend, I guess, uh, but yeah, not, uh, not actionable, definitely, uh, you know, more descriptive data, but not necessarily specific. So yeah, but Hey, good for Ben. We appreciate it. I like his work and, uh, we've had Ben on the show in years past and he's a good dude. So shout out to Ben and shout out to slop and odds jam slop. Uh, good stuff as always, uh, tell the people where they could find all your stuff this week, buddy oddsjam.com the pricing tools that are just second to none um free two weeks promo code slop dead serious go hit the button find me on youtube too i'll hit the button with you i'll show you how to do it it's very simple but uh if you're a busy dude you want to get the best price guess what that's the only way to do it i love it definitely check that out find him on twitter at slop rules uh if you like some of the stuff from connor and myself you want some more of the tackle stuff I promise over the next hour, next two hours, there's going to be at least four or five more tackle props. I've already scanned. I've already seen some numbers. I already know where we're going. Um, four for four.com slash plans. Use promo code prop drop. It's already discounted. The prop drop promo code gets you another 25% off. Fantastic deal. Takes you through the, uh, through the Super Bowl, through until like the end of February. So uh, good stuff. So appreciate it as always. Connor, enjoy the wedding. Um, travel safely. Try not to be uh, too hungover for. Uh, although we're not doing a Sunday morning show this year, so you can be as hungover as you want. Who cares? Get I just hungover. Get waxed. Yeah, do your thing. Saturday wedding. Oh, Last yeah. year we would do you know a Sunday morning show, so you know I'd have to have Connor to be, you know, yeah a little bit lucid, slightly so, coherent. This year, go get it, buddy. And I wasn't even slightly coherent. Most of the time, I'd roll in just like wrecked. I mean, yeah, you're in those wrecked. weddings, so like yeah, go get it. And yeah, be somebody, buddy. Bought a nice bottle of Angel's Envy, you know, getting some good good drinks in here tonight, tomorrow morning, all day tomorrow. It's going to be a good day to be great, you know. Here's a good good recommendation for you. Get all the bets in first before that. Trust me. Probably Trust smart. Me. Well, we're going to out, fire off a wedding parlay, and that's going to be my gift to them. It'll be like a $100, you know, honeymoon parlay. And then if it hits, I'm giving them, I guess, the entire winning. So I guess I'm giving the whole, whole parlay. But, you know. Maybe it could cut off a little bit for myself, just replacing it. Yeah. yeah. For your troubles. Yeah. Tax for tax purposes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good stuff as always, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Again, thanks for hanging out with us. Subscribe, uh, rate, review, thumbs up, all that stuff. We'll be back uh, next week to do it all again. So for Slop and Connor, I'm Ryan. We'll see you all next time. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>